Welcome to In Bed With Queer, a podcast on the front lines of sex and intimacy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of In Bed With Queer. And this week I'm going to talk about pleasure and how to create a life that really incorporates and includes pleasure as an everyday, every moment experience. Um, This is really inspired because I've been holding pleasure deep dive sessions. These are one-off hour sessions that I've been doing with various people and it's really about guiding people on how to have an expanded experience of pleasure in their lives. And um, one of the reasons, there are many reasons why I'm so passionate about pleasure, Um, but one of them is I've actually, I've experienced a huge amount of pain in my life like physical pain, of um, gynecological pain. And uh, I think when when you spend so much time in pain, you really appreciate, or at least I do, when I have experiences of pleasure. It's just such a balm, such a nourishment, such a just beautiful, expanded experience compared to pain, right? And, um, and in my whole journey of healing from pain, It's been really, it's required that I look at all the places where I dismiss pleasure or mark it as unimportant or uh, denigrated or whatever. I've had to look at all those patterns that um, that I have that stop me from pursuing that, you know, and um, the main thing that I've really, that I really learned is that you know, as a culture, which then gets replicated in our families and in our schools and in our workplaces and in our friendships, our culture is very focused on productivity. So it's very focused on like, how much money do you earn? How hard do you work? We all get celebrated for talking like, oh, I'm so stressed out. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I have no time. We're so overscheduled, oh, like a badge of honor. And um. Or it's like, oh, I'm better than this person. Oh, I'm like competitive. I'm a winner. I have this much money. I have this wardrobe. I have this appearance, this partner, and on and on and on, right? So we have a very productivity-focused culture and also a status-focused culture. And that gets, uh, I know for me, it was very baked into me from a young age to like be academically successful and to uh, present physically in a certain way and to always push to be the best that I could possibly be uh, all these kind of things and I'm certainly not alone and um, I hear it a lot with my clients and what often happens with that very productivity focused life is it means disconnection from our bodies disconnection from each other and disconnection from nature and disconnection all of those really mean disconnection from pleasure and um I realize I think I may have said that a few times <laughs> I still have a bit of COVID brain guys so bear with me um so so that disconnection from from our bodies and from pleasure uh happens because so much of what we're taught about in this productivity focused culture is really to override our body's limits. So it's like, I know when I worked in corporate, my first job, I used to work 12 hour days and 
sometimes I would come in at four o'clock, two o'clock in the morning to help out in the airport in some operational emergency or to do some project when no one was on the ground. And I was rewarded for that. You know, everybody was like, wow, Quilan, you're so amazing. You're so dedicated. Meanwhile, I had horrendous anxiety. I had a very bad drinking problem. And uh, my body was utterly burnt out, like crazy burnt out. And I was, you know, to, to many people, this was amazing, you know, and, uh, and is what I'd been trained to do from, from academia. And, um, you know, with that, with that whole training, uh, and that disconnection from my body and ignoring the symptoms of burnout, uh, it, it just, it just gets baked in and baked in. And so then to actually experience physical pleasure, um, actually felt quite scary because I wasn't, I wasn't used to it. Or what would happen is, say, if I was having like sex or a makeout with someone, I didn't feel worthy or deserving of pleasure because uh, I was like, oh, that's something I need to earn, so I need to put all my attention on the other person, or you know, I, I. I'm not intrinsically worthy of pleasure because nothing had reinforced that in my whole life. Everything had reinforced that I'm only worthy if I'm, you know, productive and look a certain way or behave in a certain way. Um, so it's very, it's very difficult um, to to relax and and just soften and like take a moment to enjoy things. So that this whole odyssey um, that I've been on was actually was actually very driven by that lack of uh, pleasure. I could feel it as a huge lack. I could feel when I was having sex that there was more available. I could feel that there was something I was missing, and also I could feel a lot of the pain that um, that I was experiencing in sex and gynecologically from all the the different things that was happening, and that really motivated me after a certain period of time, it took a few years, uh, it really motivated me to go, oh, hold on a second. I really need to put attention and effort uh, into, into cultivating a relationship with pleasure. This isn't just going to shift. It's not gonna happen overnight, you know? And um, they say, and I think I've said this before in this podcast, that we change according either to desperation or inspiration. and you know, I was definitely in the desperation category. I've had years of painful sex and I was like, okay, let's do this. And, um, and so then I, I, I'm a total extremist. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know me personally, um, you know, if I do something, I go all in and, you know, quite committed just naturally. And so I went in and learned the practice of orgasmic meditation, which is a clitoral stroking practice. And, spoken about this before and I went on a whole journey with that and um, as part of that whole journey and that whole awakening I learned that pleasure is something uh, that needs to be cultivated and what I mean by that is that it requires really having a relationship or feeling it in the present moment so even so even if someone's um, actually how do I say this so say this in the present to experience in the present moment so even when I look outside and I see like beautiful like waving trees can I stop and let that in or you know when I've created a cup of coffee and 
smells delicious. Can I stop and savor that? Or, oh, I've put on something that feels really lovely and soft to my skin. Can I really feel and connect with that sensation? And oh, even saying that I soften, can I let my body soften around that? And that actually doesn't just come easily or naturally. It's like a meditation, like uh, a breath meditation. It requires the effort of focusing my attention on pleasure, uh, even when my brain wants to get distracted and focus on all my fears or that voice rises up. You know that voice or many voices that say, oh, you don't deserve this. This is way more important. You're bad, you're wrong, or you need to be doing this. It's not productive. So it's like, hearing those voices and going, okay, I hear you. I hear that you're afraid of me experiencing pleasure. And sometimes I push them away. Uh, I have a practice where I push them um, with my hand. And I imagine my hand is pushing against those voices. And something I teach clients, but it creates a lot of space in my system. And then I refocus my attention on the sensations that I'm experiencing right now. And um, that, that takes effort but it also it also requires um feeling worthy and going oh I actually deserve this right now because something I wrote about today is that very often we can we can think oh I'll, I'll have pleasure you know when I've lost weight or I'll have pleasure you know when I when the house is perfect or all the laundry's done or I've earned this much money or, you know, and on and on and on and on. So it's learning to spot those, um, like the, those belief patterns and going, no, actually I deserve to have it right now in this moment. And that's not to say like every moment needs to be made pleasurable because I don't want you to bypass over those times that are really fucking hard or really painful or really challenging. Uh, so I'm not saying, oh, everything has to be made pleasurable uh, because some things are very painful. Um, but in those moments where we have the capacity where things are just, you know, mundane in our day to day mundane lives, there's a way that we can we can exalt that we can really experience the beauty and pleasure in those moments even without all the bells and whistles and fancy things and it's like we can experience pleasure there and it doesn't have to involve our genitals because sometimes people hear the word pleasure and they assume it's oh it's sex it's masturbation it's attraction based or it's touch based and they're beautiful fucking hot things uh, <laughs> really amazing experiences and Pleasure isn't narrowed or restricted just to those. Like pleasure can be in anything. Like for me, it's like I look at my room and I love how I've painted and arranged things with that. Or I look at, like I was saying earlier, like waving leaves just really fills my body with pleasure. It's like it's just looking at some art or it can be like smelling the air uh, or noticing like a really lovely animal like I have loads of sheep on my walks it can be anything so it's it's really uh, it's really putting attention on what's happening right now and the power of doing that the power of cultivating that attention is that we're actually expanding our ability to receive pleasure because 
many of us and a lot of us are unconscious of this have a ceiling of pleasure so at a certain point because it's beyond what we're used to experiencing uh we we sabotage so we might stop and go oh my god okay i'm not a person who has that much pleasure so i'm gonna like stop it and uh this is really sneaky i i still notice i do it all the time um it comes in it's like our brains our egos are always hardwired to kind of keep us safe and so to do that it likes to keep a lot of fear going and then when we're experiencing pleasure it's challenging to that fear because we're not being crazy vigilant (laughs) so sometimes it can um, sabotage us to get rid of that experience of pleasure so it's a real so it like there's a real practice required a real noticing going oh wow sabotage there and not being hard on ourselves because you know we all do it it happens to everyone and there's a reason there for it and um, and then it's just like oh can I can I practice again can I expand my pleasure again can I can I keep connected to this devoted to this keep um keep practicing you know and um and when we do that we can experience more and more and more pleasure and the power of that is that pleasure and stress hormones can't run at the same time in the body they they're um yeah they they it's just not compatible and so what happens when we're experiencing deeply pleasurable hormones what's happening is our nervous system is relaxing it's softening it's moving towards regulation if you're dysregulated it's giving us that resilience that bank of resilience to handle the stresses that come towards all of us in this life and so when we have that pleasure expanded and fulfilled it means that we can handle more pressure say creatively or pressure with our partners or pressure with our kids or pressure with businesses or you know just general pressure and it means we have the capacity to then stay more connected to ourselves in those moments instead of just going you know your reaction might be just to check out or it might be to fight or it might be to like people please and when we have that bank of a pleasure of regulation we can actually over time because this isn't an overnight thing at all takes a lot of time and consistent attention over time it means we have more capacity to to actually be our grounded adult selves in those moments instead of just coming from our automatic responses um which is fucking awesome and actually conversely (laughs) good for productivity you know um it's it actually gives us a lot more joy in our lives and that sense of aliveness and just that thrilling sense oh wow I'm here experiencing what I'm meant to be experiencing I'm at one with nature like nature is such a powerful place to experience pleasure it's just so innately pleasurable to like smell or to see or to have our hands on and just or be immersed in the sea there's something so deeply pleasurable about nature and there's a way that we feel really alive even in like like a really great meal or laughing with friends or just like a soft kiss with a partner all of these experiences are what we're actually here to have you know like there is a real 
there's a real sense of purpose when we're actually in our pleasure. And, um, and that's not to say that, oh, you don't do the things you need to do or your to-do list or that you don't achieve or you don't take actions. It's not to say that at all. It's not like, oh, give up everything and just live a life of pleasure. Uh, it's not at all, but it, it's, it's speaking to actually crafting and cultivating that as a way of bringing aliveness and joy and, and a form of purpose into our lives. And, um, and when we do that, it just really expands us and expands our relationships, expands our creativity, expands our sex. And um, <clears throat> what I found as well um, is that practice of expanding uh, in terms of pleasure means that um, like I, I can just handle more, you know, like that capacity for handling more in life is just there and more risk. So one of the things that I do is I am self-employed and I like create a podcast on sex and I write on sex and I write on my relationship and I do so many things every day that are deeply vulnerable and uh, sensational on my system. And the fact I can, like one of the reasons I can handle that and be with that is because I've cultivated uh, a range of sensations um, that I can hold from, from practicing that with pleasure. That, like it's intrinsically, <laughs> intrinsically linked. Um, so if you're someone who wants to be braver in life or really go after your dreams or wants to take more risk, it's strange it doesn't sound intuitive but it is it's like actually expanding the range of pleasure you can hold and sensation you can hold will really support you in doing that it will really support your nervous system in in those risks it's really powerful for that um and helps bridge you and keep you going it's yeah it's it's really it's really amazing um and what i what i should also say though is that pursuing pleasure and practicing pleasure isn't always pleasurable. <laughs> I cough as I say that. Um, and the reason why I say that is because when we, when we start to feel more in our bodies and there's more sexual energy, more life force moving, it can sometimes connect with all traumas or buried emotions. So if we've hidden ourselves from tears or anger or joy even, and that's uncomfortable, it can feel confronting. And I know uh, before I was doing this work, I was very shut down and numb. And the more I've connected and felt things and felt pleasure in my body, the more other things have come to the surface. Uh, which is all part of the process and at the time can be tricky sometimes. So I, I want to say to you, if you're someone who's maybe dipped your toe into experiencing pleasure, but you notice these other things, I just want you to know it's really normal and actually a gift long term, although it can not feel like that sometimes. <laughs> I know when I'm really in it, it can feel challenging. Um, but again, that's a whole part of the package of aliveness. It's like we can't dumb down, like if we dumb down our anger or sadness, we're also dumbing down that sense of aliveness and pleasure and, uh, and that they're all linked. So, um, yeah, so there, there's a way to uh, open that when we open up to pleasure, we're opening up to everything. We're opening up to more of life and more of the whole spectrum 
of things to be experienced, um, which is amazing, like really amazing, and can be um, new if you haven't done that. So I just wanted to share that for, for anyone who's new on that and this journey. And yeah, so there's lots more I can say, but that feels like a nice spot to finish on. I'm doing the pleasure deep dive sessions. They're now £50 for an hour and they're really powerful. I'm seeing some really potent shifts in the ones that I've done already. Uh, the way it works is you tell me if you want to focus on pleasure in sex, pleasure in relationships or pleasure in your day-to-day -day experiences. And you also share with me like your desires for the session and places you're working on. So it's totally bespoke and tailored to you. And it's a mix of me teaching different concepts, but also coaching you on your desires, on your blocks and sharing with you bespoke practices for where you're at right now so that you leave the session with a, with a roadmap for how to expand your experience of pleasure in the area you chose. Oh, it's really powerful, really wonderful. I'm really enjoying holding them and uh, yeah. They're great. So if that's something that you feel called to try, message, and you can find me on those platforms. They're in the show notes. And if there's anyone, any of your friends who you think would enjoy, please do pass it on to them too. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Hey, if you're looking for easy tips to guide you on how to have more authentic connection, hotter, turn on sex, and guidance on how to live a desire-led life, join my email list by downloading The Great Sex Guide on the link in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you there.